You are listening to the Power and Pros podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? Um, So first things first, I want to give a shout out to Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. And her show, she started a media company called Anchor Media. And recently she held a podcast retreat for up and coming podcasters. And this weekend I got to go to DC. It was amazing. I was with other women of color or other black women who wanted to get tips and tricks in the podcast game and who have faith-based shows. And it was just super amazing to be around that type of influence to get ideas from other people, um, encouraging them as they're starting their shows or continuing on with their shows and to get feedback for what I'm doing here with power and pros. So it was super amazing. Just want to publicly shout her out for all that she's doing. I'll link her show in the show notes so you guys can check it out. It's called Blessed and Bossed Up and it's super, super amazing. Um, and just what she's doing for other people um, that want to come up in the podcast space is just super dope. Um, so check her out, but just wanted to kind of have an aside before we jump right in. And being as transparent with y'all as possible right here, right now, recording this, I have not been feeling or acting how I want to act. I haven't been feeling how I want to feel. And I had to confront that. I had to confront that some of the things that are happening to me as of late or the feelings that I've been having aren't because merch is in retrograde or because my cycles come in or nothing like that. It's literally because of me. It's because of the stuff that I'm focused on. It's because of the way that I'm moving or not moving the things that I'm doing or I'm not doing. And the things that I can actually see in my life, the feelings that I feel in the depths of my soul is because of, it's a direct reflection of what I'm putting out what I'm putting out into the atmosphere, um, into other people and depositing into them, that's exactly what I've been getting back. So I think that um, I had to take a step back, acknowledge what was happening, the role that I played in it. And while I wish change just came about easy and it was easy to just implement certain ideas that I used to do, Lately, because it's been a struggle and because I've had to take a step back and be like, okay, I'm acting different, I'm moving different, I had to take up some extreme measures. There are some extreme measures that I'm trying to put in place to not get me back to that place that I was operating out of. And I think that that's what I want to talk about on this episode is getting the proper posture for the things that you want to actualize in your life. A lot of times we are sitting upright and then we're wondering why we have a distorted view of things. Um, it's because we can't see them at the right eye level that we're supposed to be at. We're not viewing the world in the way that we're supposed to view it. And so everything just seems real off. And it can be discouraging when things like that happen. Um, so to combat that, there are going to be seasons where you're going to have to employ extreme measures 
for something to actualize extreme results. And I think for that to happen, we have to change what we think about when we say the word extreme. So as always, going to get into the power punch of the week and then we'll get deeper into the episode. I can't decide what shoes to wear. I wake up every morning, closet agape, and I stand there. Stand there with too many options. I count 42 people I could be that day. Could give you class and sass. Could serve a mean sneaker and a snare. Could let my toes out to feel the breeze, walking in the ignorance of bliss. I could adopt a just do it attitude. Or tell you to kick rocks in my Doc Martens. Could mull over my troubles in my mules. Or jump in my rain boots. Acknowledging life is one big splash. Most times, I can't decide what shoes to wear. So I let my mood decide. Will I be inviting? Could I use a laugh? May wear heels depending on how much effort I want to put in. Sometimes life be full of heels no matter how much effort you put in. Sometimes life be hurting your heels no matter how comfortable the inserts you put in. I guess these boots were made for walking. And now each morning I'll be talking. As for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. So now each morning you can find me in my house shoes. Thanking him for deciding who I am before my mood could make up its mind. Asking for guidance to walk in gratitude and strength to go forth. Okay, so this piece is all about waking up in the morning and just going. You're just waking up. Um, I say I wake up and I just stand there. That's how I was going about life. I'm going to the train. I'm just standing there. I'm at work and I'm just sitting there. Like I wasn't putting on a certain song, like not even just gospel music, but certain stuff that used to make me happy. I wasn't listening to any music. I was just kind of just hanging out. Um, There were certain times when I wanted to I used to watch certain things that would make me happy or even writing. I wasn't really carving out time to write. And I looked up and like two weeks had gone by. I had wrote a poem, like not a line, not nothing. And so it was just like, what? Standing there won't get you there, you know? Um, so I think that there are times where we mull over a problem, as in this piece, deciding what shoes to wear. And that can upset us, not knowing what we have to wear. We're looking at the clock. We know we have to head out. And now that problem seems like it's the problem, that you don't know what shoes to wear in the morning and you need to leave the house because you already woke up late. Like All these things seem like the main problem. And so we let that affect our day. And after that affects our day and it just rolls on to the various moments that we have throughout the day, if we don't address what the real root is, we can wake up the next day and have those same problems. And not only do we have the same problems, we address them in the same exact way. There's attitude, there's resistance, there's resentment, there's, I don't want to do this. Why is this happening to me? And we just stand there. We just let life happen to us and we complain about it on the way. 
And what's even more harmful is at the bottom of the world, um, a little bit later on, I say, sometimes life be hurting your heels no matter how comfortable the inserts you put in. There are times um, in the past where I've felt some type of way, and instead of really getting to the root of it and picking those weeds out, I insert an, an alternate route. I insert something else. So if I'm feeling some type of way, I might... Put aside time. I ain't wrote a poem, and that makes me feel good. But I'll make sure that I have set aside an hour for me to call somebody and vent about how I feel. So my feelings seem like the topical problem, like the thing I need to address. And I've called somebody to talk about it. Well, really, I feel some type of way because I haven't got my feelings out in a constructive manner. When I write, I can share with other people. When I write, I have material for the show. I have material for um to share via social. Um, I haven't been to a poetry slam in a minute. I can have material that I feel good about to go back on stage. It's all these different positive things that can come out of me writing. Me venting to my homegirl ain't going to get me where I need to be. But those are those things that we insert into our lives when there's a play, a moment of discomfort, like when you're wearing a certain type of shoe. And that seems like a immediate answer to the problem. It makes you feel like you're moving forward. It makes you feel like there's progress. You're taking in outside opinions. And when you do that, it allows more space for you to feel even more muddied and cloudy than you did before. So I really just think that in this piece, I'm talking to me about how to protect my peace, what that really looks like, and getting to the root of why I don't have peace anyway. I was really bugging about never being able to know what I'm going to wear in the morning. And then I've been wearing all black outfits. And like, first of all, I love all black and it's wintertime too. So I'm not going to be like just walking around with pink or whatever. But I think that it was too many times where I was letting my mood determine what I was going to do that day. How my meetings on my calendar were going to determine how joyful I was going to be. It's like, oh, I got meetings from this time to this time. It's going to be a day. Why? Why do I have to employ that attitude? So I think where I found joy even in writing this piece to share with you guys is at the very end where I'm stating that you can find me in my house shoes. And I think that it was so important for me to call out that my house shoes were me thanking God for him deciding who I am before my mood can make up its mind. That is so important. You have to determine who you are. You have to determine how your day is going to shake out before your mood has a chance to wake up. If not, it could end in ruin. You could let so many things, so many opportunities that were supposed to come your way on a day or a season just pass you by because you don't seem ready for it because you don't have the proper posture to grab it to take hold of it. And um, I also mentioned asking asking for guidance to walk in gratitude and strength to go forth. There are times when you feel weak. There are times when you aren't walking in gratitude for the things that you're blessed with already. And you are focusing in more on the things that you don't have. And that's just human. That's the human in us. And I think that's where in a previous episode, we we're talking about giving grace. That's exactly where that kicks in is you have to give grace in those moments. But in my house, before I leave, I'm making a conscious effort before I pick on pick up any other shoe that in those that first moment, 
I'm thanking God immediately. Because as soon as I posture myself in that way, as soon as the words that come out of my mouth are that versus exhaling deeply about my day or if my boss texts me or whatever the thing is, I've told my day what the mood is already before my mood has had a chance to influence how things are going to shake out. Um, So I just think that that is super, super, super key and important. And that is the power punch for the week. Let's get deeper into the show. All right. So as I was saying, I have not been 100% me, like not copacetic. I think I was making beautiful, beautiful strides to have a better heart posture and just exuding peace when things happen to me or just loving on people, texting people like, hope you have a great day. And it's just a random Wednesday. And I'm like, hey, have a great Wednesday. Like, it's going to be amazing, whatever. And I haven't done that in a minute. Um, there are people that I would just reach out to as soon as if they cross my mind, I'm texting them. People then came all up and through my mind and I've just let the text go by, the calls go by. Um, suggesting if we hang out because maybe I'm getting a feeling like they need community. I'm just not engaging with people in the way that I've marked out how Destiny's going to act. And it starts to take a toll on how people interacted with me, obviously, because if you're not reaching out to people, then you're not having interaction yourself with people. I think that um, with my friends, I was, I ain't going to say straight up rude, but I think just unnecessarily distant from them. And I wasn't a safe space for them anymore, which is what I'm used to being. Um, I think there were no, there was no jealousy or anything like that. I think it was just straight up. My spirit wasn't aligned with God. It wasn't aligned with where it's supposed to be. And I thought that I was straight because nothing, no catastrophe happened. I didn't fall out with nobody. I'm still going to work doing what I have to do. But even there, I've been being rude to my team at work. If they say something to me, I'm like, why are you talking to me? If somebody asks me to do something, I'm annoyed. Like, why can't you do it? My whole attitude has just been off, completely off. And I think that... It's made me feel bad. Like, I was starting to wonder, should I be applying for different jobs? And then at one point, I was like, this first thing, I don't have time for it. I don't have time to make sure people feel okay. That's not my job. They should be able to be securing themselves. And I was mad because people weren't hitting me up, but I wasn't hitting them up. It was this whole thing of just made up from nothing. There was no root to how I was feeling. And I think why I felt how I felt for so long is because I didn't acknowledge the base. I didn't realize what it was rooted in. And it was rooted in me simply not making a decision. I would just wake up and let life happen. I would just stand there. And whatever came my way, I would respond in the moment versus waking up intentionally with purpose knowing that I'm covered, knowing that I'm good, knowing that I'm walking down a particular path that my journey's already been marked out and going for it, walking in the victory that is that. Instead, 
yeah, I was letting literally the number of meetings I had on my calendar determine if I was going to have a great day or not. That's a horrible barometer for how my day is going to be. And I was doing that for weeks, for weeks. If somebody was going to be in office or not, I was letting that affect my day. And just everything, everything, how somebody's food smelled in the kitchen at work after they warmed it up was affecting my mood. That is insane. You know how many smells are in this city? I can't be letting that affect my mood, determine how I'm going to interact with people, determine if they're going to get a joyous destiny today or a sullen destiny today. It's like, what is that? That's crazy. And so um, as I was examining the base of where this is coming from, like, why is this happening? First, I had to have acknowledgement. I had to acknowledge that it's me. It's not no outside forces. Ain't nobody did me wrong. And this is just me trying to figure out my emotions toward it or nothing like that. This was a direct result of me being disobedient. I was supposed to wake up every day, no later than six, and have my first hour of my day be with God. Um, This came to me, uh, I would say, about a month ago, for sure, for sure. Like it's it's been so low key, way longer than that. Um, and I think that sometimes I'll do it, sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes I would um, be like, okay, I missed it. I woke up late. I'm gonna talk to God after work instead. And so I was still like connecting and checking in and stuff like that. But then there are times where the train is delayed at night for me getting home, or somebody asks for me to hang out after work or on the weekend. Or I just want to come home and then I have to cook so I can have dinner that night, lunch the next day. I want to watch a documentary. That's an hour and a half. Like all of these things were happening and taking over my nights. So then I might squeeze a little prayer in real quick, go to bed. And in the morning, since I was being disobedient and not having my hour carved out time, then that's how I'm getting to just standing in my closet. Like, what am I going to wear? Standing at the train, like, when the train coming? Staring at my coworkers, like, why are you talking to me? It was just like, I'm just moving now. Not necessarily with any goal in mind or any practice in mind. There was no refresh of my spirit each day, but my spirit is waking up each day. So if it's still holding on the grudge from yesterday, yeah, that's what people were getting from me. It's like, Yesterday, this was kind of annoying, and the day before that, this was really annoying. And now today, you're annoying me low-key again. So you're getting three days' worth of annoyance, of inconvenience, and me just being misaligned with what was told to me. People were getting that from me, and that's not a fault of theirs to get. It was on me to make sure that I'm refreshed, that my heart posture was in a place that it needed to be. Um, for people to get a wonderful experience from me. Um, So what I started doing was actually waking up. Actually waking up. The first thing I, the only thing I could do and the first thing I did was go to the bathroom so that way there are no distractions of me trying to hold it or nothing like that. And after I get back to my room, it's like, turn the light on so you can wake up and you need to pray. You need to watch a sermon. You need to crack that Bible open. You need to look at your devotional book, whatever you have to do. But this hour of time is carved out 
And there's a purpose for it. The purpose for it is literally to wash over your spirit. It's to take off the muck and grime from the day before. It's a chance for me to just worship. It's a chance for me to listen. And it's a chance for me to be good and me to determine the mood of the day. But for my mood even wakes up. One day I woke up at 5.30. 5.30? My mood ain't up. I don't know what's going on, what day of the week it is, but because I'm up and I'm alert and I'm checking in with who made me, it's a given that I'm going to have a great day. No matter how many meetings I have, no matter the mood of my coworkers, what my clients are on, any of that, no matter if a friend reach out to me and like, hey girl, have a great day, or if she asked how I'm doing, I was getting mad because people weren't asking how I'm doing, but I didn't know how I was doing. I had no clue. So if somebody asked me, what was I going to say? I had no idea. And it's because I was out of alignment with what I was supposed to have going on. The feelings I was feeling, I wasn't even supposed to be feeling them, to have to explain them to someone. I wasn't even supposed to be feeling that. And then I think where we get caught up to is we'll deposit all these feelings to other people and then end up not feeling any better after we do it because that's a lot for them to take on even. It's like, whoa, I wasn't expecting all that. Um, So I think that I finally started waking up, giving God the time that he deserves and doing it first thing, not being like, well, if I have time later tonight, I'll get to it. Or uh, it shouldn't take all that. I think I am a huge proponent um, unjustly of being like, it shouldn't take all that. Me staring at my closet for how long I be staring at it, it should not take all that. I should just go and know. Like, I'm going to look straight. I bought all the clothes in here, so I must like them. Like, you know, and there are times where it might take all that. It might take you have to wake up at 530 and just have some quiet time. It might take, I have writing time in my calendar on my phone because I don't want to go two weeks without writing anything. I always want to be able to deposit my ideas down on paper so I don't forget stuff. I always want to write down, even if it's just a sentence, I might circle back to it later. If there is a time where I'm having a writing drought, I can go back to those sentences. And now that's a prompt for me to write a longer piece at times when I couldn't think of a sentence at all. So I have writing time in my calendar. And for some people... It shouldn't take all that. It's like if you're a poet, if you're a writer, you should just inherently do it. That should just be part of who you are. And some people, it doesn't take all that. They can't go a day without writing something. And for me, I had to be straight up and realize it does take extra effort for me to get where I need to be, for me to reach the goals that I have set. And so um, after I acknowledged what was going on and was waking up, I felt better. Something still annoyed me or I still felt disgruntled when certain things happened. The city still stinks, but it was less about those things because I was good. I already determined like, you know what, by X amount of time, if I want to leave the office by 630, I want to get at least these things done before 630. After I say that in the morning, It doesn't matter how many meetings I have on the calendar. I've already determined what's a successful day for me. It doesn't matter. I've said that before I left the crib. So if my coworkers come to me and they're saying something that I don't necessarily agree with or they do something I don't necessarily like, 
it's cool because success today for me looks like this. Not how you're talking to me or your tone or what the clients email us and curveballs they send our way. That's not success for me. That's not how I'm marking out what my day looks like. I've already said today is going to be amazing. It's going to be marvelous. It's going to be glorious. And because I have that attitude towards today, I can interact with people in a new way. There was somebody who was like, yeah, today's going to be a bear. And I was like, it's going to be great. And that was my response to their day. I don't know what they had going on. Where before, I was in agreement with people. I'm like, yeah, girl, tell me. You telling me, like, my day is going to be two bears. Like, you know what I mean? And so I think that we really, really, really have to be okay with taking extreme measures to get extreme results. Sometimes it's just required of us. And it might not be required in every season that we're in. There are times when I could just wake up in the morning and I was praying. I was looking at my devotional book and I didn't need to mark out a particular time for it. There was times after work where 100% I'm going home and immediately I'm watching the sermon. I'm writing in my prayer journal. I'm doing all of these things. And that was what was happening in that season. And I saw the fruit of me doing that. In this particular season that I'm in, I had to sit down and realize it's, it might take a little extra effort. I might not just wake up and be like, praise the Lord. Like I might actually have to set my alarm, multiple alarms, <laughs> have like 10 alarms set to make sure that I get up and mark out this time. Because I'm realizing that if I don't, it's not enough. Before, I used to have midday prayer. I would pray at work for like 10 minutes at 3 p.m. And I had an alarm on my phone for that. And so I was obviously it's not a replacement of me talking to God in the morning, but it was some time that I was set out in the middle of my day, you know, in case something comes up or just like, thankful that I even have a job. Like, you know what I mean? Just little things like that. And in this season, my little 10, um, my little 3 p.m., 10 minute prayer ain't going to work. It's not going to work. Half the time, I'm in meetings at that time. And the times where I'm not, by then, I'm already discouraged by my day. Something's already happened that I'm like, I just can't wait to go home. That's all I can say. That's all I can think about is I can't wait to go. And so in this season, I had to take an extreme measure of being like, for me to go where I need to be, to get the results that I need to get, to have the encounters that I need to have, I'm going to have to employ this extreme quote-unquote measure for me to get to that. So really just want you guys to think about what's off, acknowledge it, and then think about a practical step, not vented to somebody, not just being like, that's just the way it is. Mercury, Mercury being in retrograde does not affect you. What is real is what you say. If you say today's going to be crazy because of XYZ, XYZ is most likely still going to be there by the time you commute where you got to go. So if that's what you want to determine your day, don't change anything. But if you want true transformation, if you want to be able to own the power that you have, we have power in every decision that we make. Each day that we wake up, we are given power. But we have decisions that we have to make that determine where our energy goes, where that power manifests itself. We have to think about that. Um, so this morning, I was I set up my time 
And then I was actually reading in Galatians 5, and I came across um, verse 19. So I'm in Galatians 5, verse 19, and it reads, Now the works of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, adultery, sorcery, hatreds, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. I'm warning you about these things, as I warned you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And I was like, like, present, I wish I wasn't, but I am here. Like, you're talking about hatred and outbursts of anger? Eek! Like, outbursts of anger, I was just there. For about three weeks. And even if it was a small outburst, because I'm not like straight up cursing nobody out or nothing like that, but there were outbursts for sure. Selfish ambitions. That's why I was mad at my coworkers. I'm like, I want to come up. I want to do this certain thing. And you telling me to do this thing isn't going to get me there. I don't want to do that. And you want me to do it because you don't want to do it. I'm looking at things completely in the wrong eyesight completely in the wrong eyesight. And at the very, very end of this verse, it reads, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is peace. It's love. It's being promoted in in various aspects. If you want a better relationship with your mom, that's a promotion. But if you're not treating her right, well, where you are right now, you can hang it up. You can hang it up. You're not going to get there because you're out of alignment with those who practice the things that will inherit the kingdom of God. So when I go down to verse 22 in Galatians 5, it reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Well, like self-control. I didn't have self-control. If I was waking up and I felt bad, I wasn't controlling those feelings. I wasn't stopping myself from feeling that way. I was just moving, moving with no love, no joy, didn't have no peace because everything's annoying me. There was no goodness coming out of me. I'm not sending my usual text messages to people, checking in on people. There was no kindness And I wasn't being faithful to the time that I had. If I have time, what's the the extra hour of sleep? Is it worth it if the rest of my day I'm miserable? Is it worth it? And I had to ask myself that question and decide what that was going to look like for me. What it was going to look like for me. So um, for another example outside of work that you guys might be able to relate to, I used to wear a back brace when I was in high school, and it was so not fun, but um, I found out that I had scoliosis, and scoliosis is pretty much, um, usually if you run your fingers up and down someone's spine, it'll be a 180 degree angle. You can go straight up and straight down. And with how my back was growing and how it still is today, my back, my spine forms an S. So there's two curves in my spine that have formed. Um, And so I went to a regular doctor's checkup and he told my mom, like, yeah, she has scoliosis. And he was explaining what it is. 
and I had to get a brace made. And so when I first got it, I had to wear the brace 23 hours a day. What? It's only 24 hours in a day. I was shook. Like, are you serious? If I hug people, you could feel it. It was very hard. It's kind of um similar to a cast, but the back part was harder and there were like straps in the front for me to get into it. And I could wear it under my shirt, but definitely if I stood a certain way, you could see it was something under it. Or if you hug me, you definitely would feel it. And I had to wear it 23 hours a day. Insane. And so... um. As time went on and I remained faithful in wearing it, which I didn't want to do at first, um, but after I started wearing it, then my time went down. And I remember when I didn't have to wear it to school anymore at all and or track practice. And this was revolutionary. Like, it was amazing. So I could go, I could wake up, then I'll go to school, no back brace, track practice, no brace, and then come home. And that's when I had to put it on. What? By the time I get home, girl, I'm eating dinner. I'm taking a shower. I'm watching maybe an hour TV and I'm going to bed. So this is the only time I have to wear this thing. What's up? Like I was so happy. And I only got to that reduced time because of the beginning. In the beginning, when I first got the brace, I had to take extreme measures to move my back where it needed to go for it to be where it needed to be to reduce the degree of curve that I had. I had to take an extreme measure. It was wear the back brace or get surgery. My mom wasn't really down with surgery um, because if something goes wrong, then I could be paralyzed. She's like, let's not do that. Um, So we went the back brace route. And if I just stared at it topically and was just like, oh, people are going to look at me weird or, oh, this is uncomfortable. And I didn't have any self-control to be like, okay, this is new. It's something I'm going to have to adjust to. But... It's an extreme measure to give me extreme results. If I didn't have that mindset, which it did take a, a second for me to develop, I who knows how I would be standing today. Could be giving y'all straight up hunchback of Notre Dame tees. Like it's no telling how I could be interacting with people today off of something that I did in high school. I didn't went to college and am living in postgrad life now. And while I still have a curve in my back today, I haven't worn a brace. Since high school, I haven't had to go back to it at all. And so even in my moments of discomfort that I have now, sometimes if I sleep wrong or if I go maybe to a hotel and the bed's uncomfortable or whatever, um, I can employ those same things that I had back then. So maybe it's not me whipping out a brace, but there are certain stretches that I used to do and things like that that I can still do today. But it's because in that season, I went ahead, acknowledged, okay, there's a problem. And then I took an extreme measure to fix it. And I think that when talk, going back to seasons, you have to understand the season that you're in. So I think why it was mission critical for me to have the back brace or take some type of action and not just stand there in that moment was because I was a teenager. I wasn't at the height I'm at now. I was still very much so growing. And then if you couple that with playing a sport and running track, I was doing the high jump and all type of things. So I think that by contorting my body in the way that I was doing that and being in a critical growth time, if I went untreated with my back and just ignored it, didn't acknowledge what was happening, it could have been detrimental 
to high end and rack with people today. And so I think that same thing with me sitting alone my hour in the morning. I have to recognize what season I'm in. And in this season right now, it's a lot of demands at work. Um, with my friends, I said that I wanted to help us combat seasonal depression. I don't want anybody to feel like we can't kick it just because it's a little bit colder outside. I don't want people to just go through this entire season of a calendar year by themselves. So if I'm saying that, I have to make sure that I'm straight so that way I can outpour to other people to make sure that we all good. That's a goal that I set, that I want to make sure that seasonal depression don't hit us this year. No, ma'am. Like, you know, so if I'm doing that, if I'm saying that and I want to be the one to shepherd us through that, but I'm not making sure I have my quiet time, my alone time to reset each day and take off the muck and grime that I may feel in my spirit, huh? Them two things don't go together. And so, and aligning all of that, recognizing the season that I'm in, understanding the goals that I set, not what other people are even telling me, the mood that I said I want my friends and me to have for this season. Okay, if you want that, it's going to take an extreme measure to get those extreme results. People have seasonal depression for a reason. There are real things that happen. The sun is really out less hours of the day. It really is colder outside. Um, so if those are real things, then I have to do real things to combat that. It's not just going to be like I just say it and then it just pop off and ain't nobody feeling sad no more. That's not how it's going to work. And I think that by recognizing that, it's like, okay, I got to do something different. And it's not going to look like how it did in the summertime. Because in the summertime, it's easier to be happy for sure. It's way easier. The sun is out. You living your best life on somebody's rooftop somewhere. It's a brunch every weekend. So you're seeing people. You got community. Now I'm getting off the train and hustling to the crib. Like, you hear me? Like, I'm getting to the house expeditiously because it's cold. So I think that it might take extra effort to remind yourself about your community, to put other people in your mind's eye and remember to check in with them. Still offer to come hang at their house versus just a FaceTime because that might make all the difference for getting them to be in a better space themselves. But I think it all starts with recognizing the heart posture that we have. And to get the proper posture, we might have to take an extreme measure. And extremes, in some cases, are okay. If my house was burning and a firefighter came up in here, I would not to take an extreme measure to come find me. Because I don't want to be burnt to a crisp. Like, please do everything you can to get me up out of here. And so I think that we have to treat that same thing. If our souls are feeling like they're on fire, if it's some stuff that's going on that's moving you in the opposite direction of where you're supposed to be, you're going to have to be recognize, one, that you need a firefighter. I think sometimes we just write things off as how they are, and that is problematic. So one, Please acknowledge what's going on. Take stock of how things have been going for the past couple of days. Don't wait weeks like I did. Really, really just take stock of how you're feeling, when you feel certain things, when that pops off. When does it start? Does it start at night? Is it because you're watching a certain thing? Is it because you ate a certain thing? Like, what is it? Taking stock of what it is, acknowledging it, and then recognizing that you might have to do something a little bit different in the season that you're in right now to get the results that you might have got before that were a bit easier to attain.
and extreme measures are okay. They're fine. If it's going to get you to the end result, if it's going to shake things up for you, if it's going to knock off the muck and grime that might just be building throughout your days, take it. Take the extreme measure. Do what you have to do and set certain parameters in place that help you get where you have to go. Employ self-control so that way it's easier for you to be kind to people. If you put limits on the unkindness that you put out, goodness is naturally going to flow. So the power tool for this week is to brace yourself. Brace yourself. Um, There are times where for change to be made, we have to prepare for it. We have to prepare for it. And it's not always going to be comfortable. When I first got my back brace, wearing it was uncomfortable. It hurt. And it hurt because... After they did like a paper mache like thing to build it to my body. And then there were certain ways that they contorted it. So that way the brace was pushing up the opposite way of the way my spine was naturally growing. I think it's it's sometimes there's natural things that we do. For me, um, anger outbursts sometimes seem natural. They seem natural for me to just go there. And I think that when I brace myself for the day by having my time in the morning, by my 3 p.m. prayers in the bathroom at work or texting other people and putting out goodness to them and just feeling good in my spirit for what I have going on. If it's making sure I have time to go to get my coffee in the morning, whatever those little bitty things are that seem little bitty, they actually might be an extreme measure that you have to remain faithful in so that way you get where you need to be. And where we need to be and where we want to be don't always match up. If I want to be at home, that's one thing. But if I want to keep at home, I have to go to work. So if I want to go to work and that's where I need to be to make money, I have to make sure I have an extreme measure in place that I brace myself for what that looks like. Because every day ain't going to be sweet. Every day is not going to be smooth sailing. But we can brace ourselves so that when those things come, we're not moving any type of way or we're not just standing there letting things happen to us. So I want to challenge everybody to brace yourself. And what does that brace look like? What is it made out of? What's helping you sustain in those times? What is pushing against your natural makeup? What does that consist of? And knowing that, that's where power can stand. That is where not only are you using your voice, but it's actually powerful for you and for other people in a positive way. So that's all for this week's episode. But before we head out, I have a special, special announcement. I am hosting the very first Power in Pros giveaway. I'm calling it the Power Pack. Um, And I created the Power Pack because there are a lot of times where we go home for the holidays and when we get around our families or right before when we leave the crib, we head to the terminal and we leave our authentic selves there. We'll leave them there. And when we get to our destination, we end up picking up at baggage claim our 
old selves, we start going leaning back into old offenses, stuff that shouldn't even bother us anymore. Somebody brought it up the week before and it didn't bother you. But now today, when you're back around your grandma, this this topic bothers you. Or there's just certain expectations that people have of you that you don't have of you, but you pick them up voluntarily. We pick them up and we revert back to a previous version of ourselves despite work that we've put in, despite those moments when you've had to have extreme measures. Some of us have extreme measures in place for us to perform at the level we need to be at. But when we go back home with our families, they're not extremes anymore. We fall off of them and then we feel some type of way and we just attribute it to our family having us messed up when really you have you messed up because you know that you need to do a certain thing and you decided you weren't going to keep that up. So um, I created the power pack just to kind of stand as an advocate with everybody to just remain in your authentic truth, to keep up any self practices that you have to employ for you to perform at the level that you need to be to walk in your purpose. I want to stand as an advocate for you in that. And so um, in the show notes, I'm linking out the entry form. Please, please, please fill it out. It's going to be so great. Um, If you look on Instagram, I have pictures and video of the power pack that you're entering to win for. There is a power and pros candle, essential oils, writing prompts, a journal, a book. And I'm just super excited. Everything looks so cute. Um, And I really am excited to give this to someone because I think these are some of the things that I count as extreme measures for me. Um, And I think that it'll just be a great gift for you guys as you're going home to just make sure that we're staying grounded, that we're employing our self-control, the kindness, the love, the joy, the peace, all these things that really just refresh our spirit, that make us feel good. And we can be that much more empowered to determine our day before our mood has a chance to wake up. So make sure that you fill out the form in the show notes for the giveaway of the power pack and do so before December 14th. Please, please, please do so before December 14th. After December 14th, I'm reading all the entries and I'm deciding who it's going to be gifted to. So please make sure that you fill it out before that date. It's going to be great and I can't wait to see um, all you guys' entries and the pros that you send in. Also, please fill out the feedback form. I'm um, thinking about 2020 and after the retreat that I went to this weekend, it was just, I have so many creative ideas in my head. I'm writing so many things down throughout my day, noting stuff in my notes in my phone. And I really just want to take this platform to another level, Um, but I would love your help in doing so. So if there's any thoughts that you have on the show, things that you absolutely love and you would hate if I changed, Um, any joy that listening to the show has brought to you. If you listen to the show in the daytime, on your way to work, while you're at work, like any insight that you have onto Power and Pros and the past episodes that we've had, I would love to hear it. So in the show notes and also um, both of these links will also be in my bio on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast please fill them out. They're not too long. And I just thank you guys for being on this journey with me. I hope you guys have a great holiday with your family and look forward to hearing from you guys in the feedback form. That's all for this week's episode. 
Be sure to hit me on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast with how you are embodying standing in power this week. Got some pros you want to share? Shoot me an email at powerandpros at gmail.com. If you love what you heard on the show, don't forget to download, review, and subscribe. Have an amazing week, and remember, there is power in pros.